0: and welcome to Inside IB, your guide to the ins and outs of student life at Imperial College Business School. This podcast is your one-stop shop of what it's like to study at Imperial on one of our master's or MBA programs, with advice from expert staff members and experienced students. For our fifth episode, we're going to be comparing MSc International Management and MSc Management to find out which program is best suited to you. In this episode, we'll hear from Admissions Manager Josie Ratcliffe, who looks after the admissions process for both programmes, followed by current MSc International Management student Brian Bovey, who will share how he decided which programme was right for him. First up, I'll be chatting with Josie Ratcliffe, an Admissions Manager at the Business School. Hi Josie. Hi Amy. Thank you for joining us today. We're really excited to have you here. It's
1: lovely to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: I've got some rapid fire questions to start us off and get to know you a little better. Are you ready? I think so. First up, tell us a bit about your role and what you do here at the Business School.
1: So I'm the admissions manager for our management suite of programmes. Um, So I look after our MSc International Management, our Management um, MSc Economics and Strategy for Business, Strategic Marketing and the Online Strategic Marketing programme as well. Okay, and how long have you been working for Imperial? um, I think it's about two years that I've been in this role, um, but I did actually previously work at Imperial about five years ago, I think I started. So I was here for three years, left for a little while and then came back. And I think I've been here two years since I came back, if that makes sense. Of course.
0: And what's your favourite thing about working at Imperial?
1: It's just an exciting place to be, I think. We're always kind of looking for ways to improve things, sort of our admissions processes, for example. I think the team generally, like, we like to get everybody involved and suggest ideas to make things better. So I think it is a really collaborative and sort of positive place to work. So, yeah, I'd probably say that was one of the most enjoyable aspects. Excellent. And our
0: last rapid fire question, can you give us the IB inside of Scoop? Where's your favourite area to explore in London, aside from our Imperial campuses, of course?
1: I really like it around Stoke Newington. I did actually used to live around there, so I feel like in terms of exploring, maybe I know it quite well, but it is just a lovely place to wander around. Sort of, they have everything sort of around there. There's lots of nice pubs, Lots of nice restaurants, um, some good shops, lots of independent businesses and things. Um, And I think it's just quite different from the centre of London as well. It feels like almost like a village, which I think is exciting that you can have that feeling within London as well.
0: Now let's talk about two of our management master's programmes, MSC International Management and MSC Management. They might sound similar, but they're
1: actually quite different, aren't they? Yes, they are quite different, definitely. Yeah, so it is often challenging, I think, for applicants to sometimes decide which one to apply for because I guess they do sound quite similar yeah. Okay well
0: can you start by telling us a bit about the MSc International Management Programme?
1: Yep so one of the great things about our International Management Programme is it's ranked in the top 10 by the Financial Times um, and that's in the Masters in Management ranking in 2021. So it's a one year full-time programme and it's designed for students from like a big business background who wish to expand on their existing skill set and fast track their career basically students from that program tend to head into consulting or financial service industries for example there's a lot of international aspects of the program as well for example there's a leadership in action module which enables students to get international consulting experience Um, And I think that is one of the definite draws of the programme, that there is so many opportunities to, to have international experience. There's also a European immersion trip as part of it as well. And there's also the opportunity to do an exchange as part of that course as well. And how is the MSc
0: management different to that?
1: So the MSc Management Programme is designed for graduates from a non-business background and it essentially enables them to build a business foundation. So it's more of a conversion course and basically will go into every sort of element from a starting point as opposed to sort of in an in-depth sense. It's really aimed at people that haven't necessarily done business as part of their undergraduate degree. So they may have done an arts or humanities degree and then want to go into business and build a career in business, basically, say potentially in consulting or in the financial service industries again, for example. Um, and it really enables them to kickstart their career. So it's more of a business fundamentals. Exactly.
0: Okay that makes sense. You've already touched on this a little bit but thinking about prior experience firstly what's the typical academic background for a student on each programme?
1: So for international management Yeah, as you've mentioned, and as I've already mentioned, applicants should come from a business background. So whether that's, for example, an undergraduate degree in international business, in management, in marketing, economics, um, something similar. Having said that, we do We can consider applicants from all degree backgrounds if you do have highly relevant work experience. Um, So there are some exceptions to that rule. And also we know that there are some students who may have done a degree for example, in English and taken some electives in some business modules. Again, if you are from that background, we would expect you to also have some highly relevant work experience, for example. So, they, that's the main sort of criteria in terms of um, experience. I just to add as well, you shouldn't have more than two years' work experience. I mean, if you do have more than two years, um, you should sort of start considering an MBA program, for example. So it is a pre-experience degree. um, So you shouldn't have more than two years by the start date of the intake you're applying to. Okay. And that brings me to my next
0: question, actually. Does either program require the work experience? Just to clarify that.
1: So, for international management, you should have at least one internship on your CV. Having said that, the more internships you do have, the better chance you have of getting a place on the programme because obviously that benefits your application as a whole. So, you should have at least one internship. I would say the same for management as well, although it's less pivotal for that programme. But generally, you know, for all our MSc programmes, you really should be looking to gain experience before you do apply for the programme because it's going to benefit you once you do come to graduate and once you are you know, ready to start working, obviously the top companies will be looking for students who have gained that work experience. So it helps you, you know, stand out from the rest of the candidates, basically.
0: And do those internships have to be a particular duration? Could it be like a week, for example, or does it need to be six months?
1: It doesn't necessarily need to be six months, but I'd say a week is very short for an internship. We'd generally be looking for around two months, ideally, at least. I mean, having said that, we do understand that for some students, the opportunity to get a longer internship might be less likely. So we can take a holistic approach and also take everything else into account in the rest of your application. So if you have... Done a shorter internship, for example, you'd really need to stand out with the rest of your application and make sure that you'd research the company. Or the roles that you intend to pursue after you've graduated, and you'll have the opportunity to demonstrate that in your application in the careers questions. If you are coming from a place of less experience work wise, just making sure that you're standing out in other aspects of your application. And also, if you have had a shorter internship, just making sure that you're still highlighting the impact that you had in your role, any tasks that you were involved in that helped a team get to a certain goal, just trying to be as specific as possible. That's really helpful, Josie. Thank you for
0: sharing those insights. And we've talked about the academic backgrounds and work
1: experience. Is there anything else that applicants for the programme need? So for our international management programme, we do require a GMAT or a GRE. For the GMAT, you should have a well-balanced score of around 600 or more. That isn't an exact minimum, but that's like a recommended minimum um, because the majority of applicants will have a score of that or higher or a GRE score of 156 in the verbal section and 158 in the quantitative section or higher. So that is a requirement for that programme. Having said that, we do offer a small number of waivers each year for the International Management Programme and that is basically for applicants who demonstrate exceptional academic performance and evidence of strong quantitative skills in their application it is on a case-by-case basis that we consider waivers and to request a waiver you'd basically get in touch with us before applying um, all the details are on the website and you would send us a copy of your transcripts and an up-to-date cv and we would base our decision on those aspects
0: Okay, excellent. Thank you. Thinking to the future, what types of careers do graduates from each programme typically go into? And and do they differ between international management and management?
1: Yeah, so for MSc International Management, the class of 2020, for example, 51% of those students were employed in the finance sector. 30% were employed in the technology sector and 11% in consulting after graduating. And to compare that for MSc management and the class of 2020, 38% went on to work in the finance sector, 29% in consulting and 8% in technology. So you're more likely to go on to work in the finance sector if you are on the MSc international management programme. Similarly, more students went on to work in the technology sector, international management. In contrast, more students went on to work in consulting on embassy management rather than international management. Having said that though, those sectors are open, you know, for both programmes. So it doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, the door is closed if you do one of those rather than the other. Um, it's just that you're more likely to go into one of those sectors. It sounds like there's quite a bit of
0: overlap there, though the percentages do differ.
1: Definitely. There definitely is overlap. And this and the companies that you know graduates tend to go on to work for there's a lot of similarities there and similarly with the roles as well if you go onto our website there is a bit more of a breakdown on there and you can see sort of some example companies that students have gone on to work for and again example roles and that'll give you a better idea but there definitely is overlap yeah Excellent. Thanks, Josie.
0: So now our listeners understand what programme is best suited to them. What should they include in their application to demonstrate that they are the right fit for the programme?
1: So one of the best things you can do before applying is do lots of research. So There's a lot of information on our website around entry requirements and what we require as part of the application form, but also a lot of information about the actual programmes and what's involved. So I'd recommend really spending some time researching those aspects of the programme and spending time on the website. We also have an admissions blog where there's lots of tips on how to make your application stand out, for example, potentially with the personal statement or our careers questions. So definitely have a look at our admissions blog. Another great thing to do is get in touch either with our current students or our alumni for the programme you're most interested in and ask them about what it's like to actually study on the programme. You could potentially also ask them about the application process as well because the fact that they you know, received an offer for the program they applied to is obviously means they probably got some really good tips on how to you know make your application stand out. One of the most important aspects of the application is your CV and the careers questions. So make sure you really do work on your CV. I think I mentioned earlier, make sure you highlight the impact that you had in a in an in your work experience, any achievements that you had be as specific as you can in those aspects and also make sure you do research the sector you want to work in after graduating a particular role you you know you aim to do after graduating and really show that when it comes to answering our careers questions because we will look at those in depth and that can be something that really makes you stand out from someone else that potentially has a similar profile to you. So I think that is really important. And just to add another thing, as part of both of those applications, if you are shortlisted, you'll be invited to do an online interview. So again, do prepare for that. Don't over-prepare because the, the interview is designed to be spontaneous. And we want to see you know, how you react to those questions on the spot. But at the same time, do have a think about, you know, what we might ask you and try and sort of mentally prepare for that as much as you can.
0: You mentioned contacting current students and alumni. I think that's really good, really good advice. Obviously, the current students and alumni know the programmes well and obviously... They, they got an offer for admission, so presumably they did something right in the application process. What's the best way to get in touch with current students and alumni?
1: So if you go onto our website, you can get in touch with them quite easily by, I think there's a section called Meet Our Students or something similar where it links you through. We are involved in something called Unibuddy where you can directly contact students from that programme. So, Basically, go onto our website and all the links um, will be on there. Another thing I would actually recommend is joining one of our information sessions because alumni or current students tend to be involved in those um, and be part of the presentation um, and answer questions on the programme as well. So that's a great opportunity to hear from them. And also to potentially meet, if there is one on campus, other prospective students from the programme. So, yeah, I'd recommend signing up for the newsletter on the website and you'll be contacted about upcoming events and similar things.
0: Great. Thanks for sharing all that useful knowledge, Josie. And thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure talking with you. Our second guest today is Brian Bovey. Brian is a current student on the MSC International Management. Hello and welcome to Inside IB.
2: Hello, Amy. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you very much for the invitation.
0: Thank you so much for joining us. Now, I'm again going to begin with some rapid-fire questions. Are you ready?
2: Yes, please shoot. <laughs>
0: what were you doing before you joined the MSc International Management
2: I actually started my MSc in international management right after my uh, bachelor. So I, I am Swiss and I started uh, my, my bachelor's in management and economics at uh, HEC Lausanne, uh, where I spent two years and then I had the opportunity to go for a one-year exchange uh, in Denmark to Copenhagen Business School, where I finished my bachelor. And then I started the, the program at Imperial.
0: Oh, excellent. So you were studying Switzerland, then Denmark, and now London. Exactly. <laughs> And why did you decide to study a master's in London?
2: I've always had this uh, international inclination, I would say, uh, from very early on when I was 15 years old. Uh, My parents sent me abroad to international schools during the the summer to get a grasp of uh, the languages, either English or German. So I've always been plunged in this international context. And um, I loved uh, the fact of being surrounded by people uh, with different minds, uh, different experiences. And uh, I think that was very important for me. So that's the reason why uh, I chose London. And particularly because during my second year of uh, bachelor, I went for uh, a summer school at King's College, uh, my first in-hand experience uh, in London and I simply fell in love with the city. Uh, So many things to do, people were so nice, so um, inclusive and uh, I wanted to repeat this experience uh, for a longer term and uh, that's the reason why.
0: Brilliant. Um, So obviously the the diversity is a great reason to come to London and also Imperial. So what's your favourite thing about being an Imperial student?
2: We have so so many opportunities actually uh I think the the program team and the school in general gives so much uh to give us everything we need um from library books to um, to session with alumni uh career support and um yeah everything is. Actually, in our hand, uh, Imperial gives us all the all the opportunity we need, and just uh, we have to to make the choice of using them or taking them. Uh, but yeah, that's what I really like.
0: Brilliant! Thank you for sharing that, Brian. Um, and for our last rapid fire question, what's your favourite place to catch up with friends on campus?
2: There is a, an amazing cafe that has opened uh, right below the library, uh, so I, I like to go there after. Um, a little session and uh, just grab a coffee, discuss with friends, exchange a little bit and go back to work.
0: Perfect. And today we're talking about why you chose to study MSc International Management. What subject did you study at undergraduate level?
2: At HEC Lausanne, I studied economics and management. Um, So I had a broad understanding of uh, what it encompasses. And uh, I decided to follow up with international management uh, to be really plunged in this international context and have this exposure to to consulting as well, because Imperial is a a beautiful ground for this.
0: have you got any work experience or have you done any internships already?
2: Um, So I have different kinds of um, work experiences. During my bachelor, I was uh, a salesman for a year and a half um, as a part-time job as a student. Um, I also served in the army for quite a while um and uh i worked in a startup for eight months
0: excellent so quite diverse work experience then
2: yeah and uh At the same time, I try to to stay in touch with my community, and uh, I did do a little bit of pro bono work, but I don't really count this as work experience.
0: So when it came to selecting your programme, why did you choose the MSc in International Management?
2: So first of all, uh, I chose Imperial because uh, it has an amazing location. It's in London, it's in South Can, an amazing reputation as well, very well known, and uh, Every year the, um, the school is doing better and better uh, for its students and um, we can see this through the rankings, so it was m- my first choice. So, yeah, I chose uh, international uh, international management because uh, of this uh, specific module that is uh, only for this class. Um, so it's uh, leadership in action, which takes place from the very beginning of the year until the end. And um, now we reach the phase two. So the phase one was uh, very... Uh, practical work, uh, discussion, and this is something I was not used to in, uh, in Switzerland or in any other country, so I was very much looking forward to this. And it also gave us um, a direct um, reach out with the, uh, with the employers, because we have this uh, specific week where we travel to Estonia, and we're going to chat with um, uh, technology startups and companies, so it, it was just an amazing opportunity to... to to grasp.
0: Excellent thank you so much for sharing that experience Brian Um, and so going back to when you were choosing your your program how did you realize that this was the right program for you did you speak to any alumni or members of the recruitment team?
2: Fortunately, for me, I, my sister is already in, uh, is in London, and she has been in London for quite a while now, so um, she has a lot of understanding of which school were good, and she had a lot of friends in different schools around London. So I had the chance to, to chat up with one of her friends, uh, who depicted me in Priolo, as it is, very, very welcoming place, very um, effervescent, uh, challenging and uh, intellectually stimulating. Um, so I was uh, I was convinced actually very very easily, and uh, when I went through the um, the program and chose, it was uh, yeah quite straightforward for me.
0: It's great that you were able to have a conversation with someone who um, who knew Imperial really well. And and now you've completed your first term on the programme. How have you found things? Has it lived up to your expectations?
2: (laughs) It has clearly been uh, beyond my expectation. Um, I was awaiting um, an international cohort, uh, which is even more international than I expected. We have uh, over 19 uh, nationalities, I think. It's uh, a lot of lovely people, very open-minded and very... um, keen on helping others.
0: That's great to hear. Um, The programme content is heavily focused on developing students' international outlook and leadership skills. Was this important to you when you were choosing a programme?
2: Yes, it definitely was uh, in the sense that I am from Switzerland, I'm studying in London I do believe that um, I'll keep on moving around a little bit around the world uh, during my career and um, I want I wanted to be able to converse or um, have meaningful business conversation with people from all around the world. And I think the program is very much helping me in that sense.
0: And that brings me to my next question. The MSC International Management is a one-year program. So you're bound to be thinking about the next step post-graduation. What type of career do you see yourself going into?
2: I have a very... um, a very focused idea of what I want to do, uh, but this is more for the long term. Um, I did not mention this, but I am passionate about art, and uh, I would like to to dive into this uh, little world and uh, help collectors reach out with uh, artists and help the artists just broaden their scope and reach out whoever they actually uh, need. And um, so that would be for the long term. Now, uh, for the... um, the short term as you say i need to keep on thinking uh, about what i i want to do and uh, i think for me the the consulting uh, the consulting industry is definitely the best uh, because it gives me the a broad outlook of how businesses are run uh, and it gives this very strategic fi- fiber if i can say so um, and um, yeah it's i think That's the reason why I really want to go into it and also because it's a very collaborative work and um, that is something that is very important at Imperial and uh, we are working very much in team. Uh, Every assignment is in team so it gives me a a good understanding of what it could be.
0: And has that career goal changed at all since you joined the programme or was that always your plan?
2: (laughs) I would say. Yes, it was not my my first plan it changed a little bit because I was hesitating between finance and uh, and consulting uh, also because the program is uh, teaches so many different things that i i do believe that at the end we we are very versatile we can be in any different industry and still thrive but um yeah i after, um, after doing case studies and uh, keeping on having a uh, Teamwork, conversation with people—I was like, yes, this is this is definitely the path I want to follow, um, because it it really it combines all the piece of uh, of excitement I have.
0: <laughs> Excellent. And finally, what advice would you give to our listeners who want to know if the MSC International Management is the right program for them?
2: They must be willing to be challenged on an intellectual level. Um, getting outside of the comfort zone i know it's uh it's a phrase that is used over and over again but uh, i think it really applies to this context because you're going to do things you have never done you're going to be in a situation that you did not expect to end up in and still um you need to be willing to push yourself forward and um and yeah achieve as much as you can so um, i think the open-mindedness is one thing um second of all i think it requires a lot of dedication the, the program is demanding uh, challenging and um you need to be aware of what uh what it represents and how much you are willing to put in
0: thank you so much for sharing your insights with us brian it's been an absolute pleasure talking with you
2: Thank you very much, Amy, for inviting me and the whole team behind this.
0: That concludes this episode of Inside IB, your guide to admissions at Imperial College Business School. I've been your host, Amy Duckworth. And once again, thanks to our guests, Josie Ratcliffe and Brian Bovey, for giving us the inside scoop on the MSC international management and MSC management programs at Imperial College Business School. Join us again next week for an episode where we'll be hearing top tips on preparing for online interviews, again from the people who know it best, our brilliant students and staff. In the meantime, head to the admissions section of your chosen programme on our website. You can also read our admissions blog for more useful tips, which is linked in the description of this episode.